All right, wrestling fans, this is Southern Dynamite here with your weekly edition of Pro Wrestling America. This week coming to you from the BMO Harris Bank Center in Rockford. Again, this week we have 10 great matches, four of them being for titles, as we have the television title on the line in the automatic rematch. Dan Spivey gets his shot to regain the title once again from the new champion, Kendall Windham. Then we have the Illinois heavyweight title on the line. Iceman King Parsons defending against Cowboy Ron Bass in retaliation from the, well, from the bull rope match last week that Bass won. Then we have the world tag team titles on the line as Bad Company defends once again against PG-13. And then the world heavyweight champion is in the ring once again. Gold Dust defending the world heavyweight title against two-time former world heavyweight champion Austin Idol. So we've got a bunch of great matches, but we start off the episode with me at the interview desk. Lance wants to know what major announcement I have to make. Due to Bass's actions against Sunshine last week, I have fined him $500 which must be paid before he steps into the ring for the Illinois heavyweight title match against Iceman King Parsons. If Bass refuses to pay the fine before the match starts, I will give his title shot to the next greatest contender. Well, that, of course, brings Bobby Heenan and Ron Bass out to the interview desk. Heenan has a wad of cash in his hand. He throws it on the interview desk. He says that he knows better than to risk his man's chance to get his title back. He hands the money over, but he says don't expect an apology for Sunshine getting herself into men's business in the ring. She took her own life into her hands climbing into the ring, just as every wrestler does each and every match. Iceman nails Bass from behind with the title belt. Iceman and Bass brawl around the interview desk. Iceman hip-tosses Bass off the entrance ramp. Heenan barely escapes through the entrance before Iceman can get his hands on him. So we've got an already great start. We know that it is going to be the Illinois heavyweight title on the line. And it is going to be Ron Bass challenging for the title because he has paid the fine. But before then, we got to get through the rest of the card. Opening match, wild card facing off against Rolando Freeman. And Wildcard has an easy match with Rolando as Sunshine works her feminine wiles on Rolando after he accidentally knocks Pringle off the ring apron. Wildcard tosses him across the ring with a released German suplex for the pin in a time of 2 minutes, 35 seconds. Next match has Billy Travis facing off against Iron Mike Sharp. And Travis comes down to the ring looking like a lost puppy dog. No Percival Pringle III. No Spectacular's jacket. Sharp and Hart take easy advantage of his despair. Sharp pins him quickly after a Northern Lights suplex in a time of 1 minute, 9 seconds. Next match has the Sheep Herders facing off against Dwayne Gill and Dexter Poindexter. Now some people may ask why I have jobbers like Gill and Poindexter in the PWA. In the old territorial days, these guys were the workhorses. Some of them wrestled in multiple territories to feed their families and maybe get a much desired push. However, they were typically used as fodder for the guys who got those pushes. This match is no different. 
The sheep herders take out their aggressions from last week's almost humiliating defeat to Disco and Storm. Butch pins Poindexter with a brain buster in a time of 3 minutes, 17 seconds. Luke grabs the microphone and brings it into the ring. They give a very Bushwhacker-style gibberish promo. But I think they're looking to get back into the ring with Storm and Disco. But I'm not sure why they're talking about a duck. All right, next match. Television title on the line. That automatic rematch. Kendall Wyndham facing off against Dan Spivey. This time, Kendall being the champion. Spivey makes his way down to the ring without Heenan. Kendall and Trish make their way down to the ring. Kendall and Spry Spivey brawl for three minutes before the rest of the Heenan family rushes the ring. Bass nails Kendall with a vicious lariat, causing Tommy Young to call for the disqualification in a time of three minutes, 32 seconds. Heenan, Tully, and Candido corner Spivey. They demand to know why he has been avoiding them. Spivey glares at Heenan as Kendall walks back up the aisle with the title belt. After a split second, Spivey nails Heenan with a vicious right hand. Tully and Candido attack Spivey. They beat down on Spivey for a couple of minutes before Disco and Storm rush the ring. Percy Pringle III saunters down to the ring as Heenan rolls out of the ring. Pringle tosses Heenan into the ring steps. Spivey, Disco, and Storm take advantage over Tully and Candido. Spivey leaves the ring. He sees Heenan laying on the ring steps. Spivey picks him up and drapes him over his shoulders before carrying him back to the dressing room. Which leaves the four men in the ring. Disco Inferno and Lance Storm, Chris Candido and Tully Blanchard. Well, since they're already there, why don't we just make it a match? So Tommy Young manages to gain a bit of control, separating them to officially start the match. Disco and Storm try to keep their advantage after Spivey leaves. Candido moves out of the way of a splash from Disco. He makes a tag to Tully. Tully takes control of the match, focusing on Disco's shoulder. When Candido comes into the ring, he continues to abuse Disco's shoulder with repeated drops across the ropes. Candido finally gets the pin after a diving elbow drop onto Disco's shoulder in a time of 16 minutes, 49 seconds. Your winners are Chris Candido and Tully Blanchard. Eddie Gilbert, Christopher Daniels, and Missy Hyatt walk out to the ring or walk out to the interview desk. Lance steps around the desk. He ignores Gilbert and Missy to ask Daniels about the rumors concerning Daniels' refusal to sign a contract extension. Missy says that PWA's offer for an extension is a joke. Daniels may, in fact, sign a new contract if the PW will pay him what he's worth. Gilbert takes the microphone and blasts Brad Armstrong for being a thorn in their side. Daniels takes the microphone away from Gilbert, but he doesn't say anything. He simply drops the microphone and walks away. Lance, Gilbert, and Missy simply look after him, wondering what is going on. The scene, the scene shifts backstage. The family is searching for Bobby Heenan and Dan Spivey. They burst into Iceman's locker room, but they only find Idol and Lightning Express and they brawl inside the ring. Well, that's a problem because, well, Ron Bass is supposed to have his title match with Iceman King Parsons right now. So while the family and Sunshine's men are brawling in the locker room, Iceman and Sunshine come out to the ring. After a minute of the family's music playing, it stops. Answer to no one starts to play. I come out looking around to see where Bass might be. I announced that since Bass can't make it out, his title shot will go to another contender who will actually show up to the ring. 
So I announced that Iceman's new opponent will be the Great Kabuki. Iceman and Kabuki battle around the ring for more than 10 minutes before the family realizes that Bass has been replaced in the match. And they rush the ring. They attack Iceman, but Sunshine's men are right behind them. David Manning calls for the bell and the disqualification. Iceman gets the win by DQ, but the brawl between the family and Sunshine's men continues until security finally separates them. They get so concerned with what's happening with Heenan that Bass forgets he's got a title match. Uh, great Kabuki had a great shot, but maybe next time. All right, the next match. Hot Stuff Eddie Gilbert and Fallen Angel Christopher Daniels facing off against Lightning Express. As security clears the ring, Lightning Express and Sunshine are left in the ring. They call out Gilbert and Daniels to handle their problems once and for all. Missy and Gilbert come down to the ring in response to the challenge. Gilbert climbs into the ring. He says he wants the match just like the Lightning Express. However, neither he nor Missy has seen Daniels since he left their interview time. Gilbert isn't asking to make this a singles match. He calls out anyone who would like to be his tag team partner to make their appearance so they can get this match going. Any, any tag team partner, he'll accept. Old Raven answers Gilbert's call. The crowd goes ballistic as the underrated tag team reforms. Gilbert offers the microphone for Raven to say anything, but Raven refuses. Lightning Express attack Gilbert and Raven. Tommy Young starts the match once Gilbert and Horner spill out of the ring. All four men have a great match, but the match ends rather abruptly when Gilbert has Brad in a Boston Crab. Brad manages to get to the ropes, but Gilbert refuses to release the hold. Young calls for the bell and the disqualification. So your winners are the Lightning Express by disqualification in a time of 27 minutes, 19 seconds. Gilbert continues to keep the pressure on Brad's, Brad's back. Brad starts to climb the ropes to alleviate the pressure. Raven drives an elbow into Brad's ribs that brings him back to the mat. Missy climbs onto the ring apron to celebrate with her reunited men. She grabs Raven's arm, but Raven instinctively whirls around and drops her in the even flow DDT. Gilbert drops the Boston Crab and starts stomping on Raven. Gilbert picks Raven up by the hair and tosses him into the turnbuckle. Gilbert rushes the corner with a vicious clothesline. Gilbert brings him into the middle of the ring. Gilbert punches Raven, but Raven blocks it and shoves Gilbert backwards. Gilbert trips over Missy as she tries to get to her feet. Raven leaves the ring without a word to Missy, Gilbert, or anyone else. What the heck is going on here? Well, A, first of all, we have... Kabuki and Raven, who aren't even on the roster, making appearances in matches. Anything can happen in the PWA. But then to have Raven come out as Gilbert's tagging partner and then drop Missy with the even flow. Something is going on there. We'll have to see what happens. But until then, we have other matches. Next match has Bubba Ray Dudley facing off against Jeff Jarrett. And Bubba Ray and Jeff have a decent yet quick match. Jarrett counters a Thess press with a hot shot to get a quick pinfall victory. Jarrett leaves the ring to celebrate with Sunshine. Bubba Ray sits up in the middle of the ring looking disoriented and disgusted because the winner of the match in a time of 3 minutes, 43 seconds, 
is Jeff Jarrett. Now we get to the last two matches. World titles on the line in both of them. Tag team titles up first. Bad Company facing off against PG-13. The World Tag Team Champions come to the ring very confident in their chances of retaining the titles. The challengers also have an air of confidence about them. The four men have a very quick match with a fluke ending. Diamond goes for a sidewalk slam on J.C. Ice, but he trips over Wolfie D. Ice lands on top of Diamond and actually gets the pin. So your winners and new World Tag Team Champions are PG-13 in a time of 6 minutes, 19 seconds. Again, a very fluke ending to that match. All right, now our main event. World Heavyweight title on the line. <clears throat> Gold Dust defending the title for the second week in a row. This time against the Universal Heartthrob, Austin Idol. The two-time former World Heavyweight Champion. They have a great match until Dustin comes down to the ring. Gold Dust accidentally hits Sunshine. While David Manning is distracted with her, Dustin drags Gold Dust out of the ring. They brawl outside of the ring. Dustin drops Gold Dust onto the concrete floor with the Bulldog. Then Dustin leaves the area. Once Sunshine is back to her feet, Manning turns around to find Gold Dust on the floor and then counts him out. Austin Idol gets the win in a time of 25 minutes 58 seconds by countout. But Dustin Rhodes seems to have some unfinished business with the World Heavyweight Champion. Now, again, this is one of those great things with a fantasy wrestling league is that, yes, you can have a feud. You can have Dustin Rhodes attacking Gold Dust, and it work out just fine. But what's going to happen between those two? Will Gold Dust have a world title match again a third week in a row next week? You will have to come back and find out what's going on with Raven and Eddie Gilbert. Why the heck was Kabuki here? to get a title match. Answers may be coming next week. But until then, this is Southern Dynamite thanking you for following along and enjoying Pro Wrestling America, your favorite fantasy wrestling league on the internet. We will see you next week.